Yo, this is Jerry Silvest, and you're listening to For Those Who Know. This season, we'll talk with artists, musicians, and other creatives, journalists, educators, and anyone else who's contributing to the culture, pushing the needle and stretching the margins. From one-on-one conversations to roundtable discussions, covering everything from hip-hop to quantum physics. Wait. Wait, okay, no, not actual quantum physics, okay? But if you're unfamiliar with black culture, then it might just sound like it. (laughs) Addressing the world the only way we know how. Talking about it. Everybody has a story to tell. These are just the ones you should know. Let's go. Yo, we're gonna start things off like this. If this is your first time here, where you been? If you're a returning listener, Welcome back. Y'all, this is Jerry Silvest, episode four, for those who know. Um, first things first, man, I want to pay the bills. Shout out to Abe Cox, um, who came through for our last episode, um, Chasing the Power of Laughter. Laughter, excuse me. Um, man, really big up to Abe, yo. Had a you know a lot of fun with that show. We got a lot of dope feedback. Um, yo, man, I, I really feel like Abe helped us to... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Kind of, kind of raise, raise the stakes a little bit with the show. Um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of really dope gems in that episode. And um, so while we're talking about the show, I want to pause for the cause real quick to, um, to highlight this. Look, I need you to not only listen, but I need you to rate. I need you to share. I need you to subscribe. Um, and I need you to review the show. So wherever you're listening to, for those who know, if you go team iPhone and you're listening to it from your podcast app, yo, Get there on iTunes, leave a message, rate it, review it. Yo, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Google Play. So wherever you're listening, yo, I need those analytics. That's the only way we're able to, um, you know, take the show to the next level and get it to where we want it to be. Um, so if, you know, SoundCloud is your primary place to listen, yo, like it, you know, leave a comment, message me, message the episode, whatever. Um, same thing on Google Play, you know, so, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, everyone who has so far left a message, yo, thank you, thank you for listening, and uh, you know what I'm saying, continue to help us get this word out on the show. All right, y'all, so I feel like that's that's about it for uh, for paying the bills. Um, if you hear, you know, smacking and, you know, bottles clinking, that's because, you know, we got, we got some snacks in here, some craft services, if you will. Um, yo, you know, this is our first official panel episode um, for the show, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about you know this discussion this dialogue so you know please uh you know don't let don't let the food be too much of a distraction for you um you know niggas be hungry but um so before <laughs> so before uh, we hop into it so this episode um you know was is about dating it's about you know challenges um it's about intimacy and romance you know from um you know the you know the male perspective um, and in this, you know, situation, you know, we can take it a step further, the black male perspective and just, you know, just some of the things that, um, you know, the, the panel has experienced and, you know, we're going to, we're going to dialogue about, um, you know, their expectations, their experiences and, um, you know, as it relates to dating. And then later on in the show, we'll also do some, do some, some questions that were sent in from, um, you know, some listeners of the show as well. And, um, yo, so on the panel, we have, um, 
First up, we have Jeremy M. Green. He is a poet and a writer, published author. What's up, brother? Yo, yo. All right, yo. Oh, man, happy to be here. Um, we have uh, my man, illustrious B, who is a culinary culture expert, um, also known as Mr. La Marina with a cold demeanor and a fresh misdemeanor. What up, man? I'm glad you, I'm glad you got that correct. <laughs> I'm glad you got that correct. Yeah, hey, hey. I'm Internets, just, how you doing? Yo, I'm just trying to do you some service. Um, hey, there right we go. Cue. And right there on we cue. go. Um, latest edition, also, my man, also on the panel, um, you know, my man Jonathan F., a.k.a. Sway Jury, yes, um, artist, creative, um, you know, art director, complex. Um, what's up, bro? Yo, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like fresh out the like, I'm here. Yo, you here. I'm happy to be here. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, yo, we got some brews over here. We got some, True. you know, we got some some snacks, some vittles. Um, and then last but certainly not least, we got um, Mr. David Lewis, who is founder of Modelu, um, a brand marketing agency, um, you know, primarily working with, um, you know, emerging talent and uh, helping to uh, enlarge the platform of truly amazing and dope artists, man. And so it's a pleasure to have you here as well. What's up, bro? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, man? Pleasure to be here. All right. Yo, let's roll right into, you know, this, uh, this conversation about, um, you know, dating, the dating experience, the challenges that, that men, you know, deal in, you know, come into contact with, um, you know, on a, on a, whether it's a daily basis, um, you know, dealing as it relates to, you know, relationships. Um, I kind of, I kind of just want to throw this first question out, just lob it out real quick, and kind of build from there. And how do y'all feel in 2017 about these ritualistic dating practices? Um, and I mean it as, as it relates to, um, you know, being traditional in your approach to women, the traditional scene. Um, you know, we're talking about offline about you know approaching women, women not approaching men, or women waiting for the man to approach a woman. Um, you know, we all come, I know we have older parents, you know, so it's like, you know, the when you're walking with a woman, you know, the man walks closer to the street, right, opening the door. You know, my you know, my father, you know, raised me in a way that when you go to the restaurant and you sit down, right, the man never sits with his back to the door. Why? Because if anything pops off, because, you know, I can, I can protect, I can do something, I can move you out the way, I can make an assessment of the scene, right? Um, you know, so these are, some people may consider these very antiquated, um, you know, uh, ideals to have as it relates to dating. Patriarchy. Okay, I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, do you, do you want to expound on that? Because, I, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree. I definitely think there's, there, there is um, space that patriarchy does occupy a lot of these things. But, I, but personally, I, I don't know that they're all invalid. So do you want to... I feel like we were taught a lot of things that were patriarchal in nature. Okay. Many things. And I think we should be trying to unlearn those things. Such as the man has to pay when you go out. All the time. We live in 2017. In black society, black women make more money than us. So it's like this patriarchy that you speak of, we need to reassess that. Do they make more money than us? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I think statistically, 
black women make the least amount of money than white women. There are a lot of black women in a lot of spaces that make more money than their male counterparts. Okay. And this, this is this is an emerging True. cultural phenomenon. True. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, we I, need I just, we I need just, not ignore that. Okay. I, I just I just wanted to be sure that you know we're, we're talking from a, like a very. You haven't dated a woman that made more money than you. I have, but. But that's not I, what I'm. But I rest my case. No, you didn't rest your case. What I'm, what I'm saying is that, in the grand scheme, yeah. black women make the least amount of money per capita. I'm gonna talk about where I'm from in the society that I'm from. Okay. Where, where, where I cannot speak on every environment, every demographic, but in my neighborhood, it's the black women that got the city jobs, that work down on Thirty Third Street and Twenty Seventh Street, and it's they man that's up in the Bronx or in East New York and they're trying to get money how they get money. Okay. Don't have benefits or none of that. So the black woman is, is actually statistically emerging an emerging demographic. I don't disagree with that. True. Okay. No, I true. Totally agree. Now, what, I mean, back, back to your question, Barry, like, I do think that <coughs> at the root of it, a man should be a provider. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up, I mean, in, in my own personal situation, I didn't see my father as that, but I seen it as an opportunity to be that. Um, you know, looking at certain aspects, like you said, you know, walking on the outside of the street, mm-hmm. you know, uh, having your, your back face or your, your, your face facing the door. Right. Um, you know, the certain aspects that you are, are sort of learned. Now, I do agree with Bruce as far as like a man shouldn't have to pay for every meal. Um, there should be, you know, balance, a partnership. Okay. That. So, so, okay. So, I, so, so, okay. And not to cut you off, but let's say now the, usually the way that it goes is that if I extend the invite, yeah. right, yeah. you pay, yeah. right? So if I like, if I'm like, yo, let's do this, let's go here, X, Y, Z, it's already assumed that I'm going to pay. If, we, if, if. If I extended the invite, right? We get to a level where there's no invites. It's like, what are we doing tonight? When we get to that level where it's a consistent basis where we're hanging out, it's not about who invited this, that, and the third. But that, okay, but but that point is past the dating, right? right like, right. like that's when, like, it's that's, already that's established. Yeah, that's uh, sure. I'm still dating you at that point. That's me. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave. Just, so, like, for sure, just to kind of talk about that. Um, Come into the mic a little bit. Oh. Okay, just to kind of talk about that, um, just dating, you know, and once you establish that you're in that relationship realm, I mean, for myself, even me and my lady, you know, we go out and she picks up the bill, I pick up the bill, so it's not like any type of, you know, dis, 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 um, disembarkment or anything like that, uh, like we're like, oh, who's paying for the bill or anything like that, we have that partnership, right. we have that balance. It's equal reciprocity. So it's equal rights, but I can relate when we first met, when mm-hmm. we first officially started dating and everything, you know, it was kind of like, she was one of the women that's like, okay, cool, you know, let's split the bill. It wasn't like, okay, you invited me or I invited you, mm-hmm. you paid for this, you paid for that. She was like, hey, let's split the bill. I respect that. You know, and, and mm-hmm. that's what, you know, that's why I'm with her today. Because, mm-hmm. you know, not even because of the strength of that, but it was that that initial, because most women nowadays are kind of held back from doing that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not saying that every woman should have to do that. Mm-hmm. To pay the bill, or okay. but I think if a woman can like 
make me like, hey, listen, I could put for the tip or something like that or whatever. I or even, or that. even if it's a situation, some where, sort of contribution. Yeah, some even sort of because we go out, exactly we already go out, we already go yeah. out with enough money, of course, to handle the situation just because of the way our society is set. And, and but if they show you that, yeah, you value and appreciate that. So, John, and John I feel like I, I feel like I feel like John has something. Okay. No, I, I was just uh, kind of piggybacking off what he was saying. Like whether whether or not she actually pays or mm-hmm. not, the intention of it, the intention, the willingness, the willingness. Yeah. right, the ability, just, just, just sh- <laughs> the ability as well. But I mean that that's something before to figure out before we even go on the date. Um, and uh, I guess we'll come back to that later. Like one of my homegirls today told me, like, yo, stop dating broke chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's not a consideration, right? Either. But. But um, but, but, but to that point though, a lot of women say all the time, right? Stop being broke niggas. True. True. I try not to feed into either side okay. of that. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But um, just to what he was saying, like the attempt to even mm-hmm. um, show up for that part of right. the going out. I'm the whole like like the whole like you know what I'm saying that. like the check comes. Shorty like attempts to reach in her purse. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, the fraud shot. If, there's, if there's an expectation yeah. that a man's supposed to pay for everything, mm-hmm. from a male perspective, that's a little bit of a turn off. Okay. Like, I have no problem paying for right. all the meals. Because chances like, are, I'm going to pay for it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I mean, taking back to like my personal situation, like, my girl has paid for meals, but I find it the most sexiest when she's like, yo, can I get this one back? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, yeah, you got it. Because she's saying, "Hey, I got this one," yeah. and she's she's opening up with that, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know just looking like, "Oh, like he's got it." She's saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. I want to get this one back." Let's break this down to the most simplest complex. As a man, when you coming out the pocket on a continual basis, it's because you want to penetrate. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. I disagree. I'm just saying, but, but listen, men are conditioned to pay to pay for things for women for the purpose of, well, this is what I got to do to get in this position. I disagree. No, I, disagree. I just think it goes back to the main aspect up. of being Let's a provider. Right. Like, it's not Cause I, just... Now, I, I do think there are niggas who have the sole mind intention to penetrate, right? Mm-hmm. So so everything that they're doing is very strategic in that, yo, I'm doing this, this is chess beat, yeah. so I'm doing this as a, as a means to an end because I'm trying to beat. Not because, like, I'm actually trying to develop a relationship. Now, right. I do think those niggas exist, too. But I, I, I don't know that I agree that that is something that is what, like, we've been conditioned to do. If you think the average niggas out here breaking bread for $200 dates for the purpose of attaining some symbiotic yeah, relationship. I, I don't, I don't, I don't if you think that that's what's, no, that's real life. That's really out here. If you think that they really out here breaking bread on a continual basis to build some sort of symbiotic relationship, that's not what they're doing. They're really just trying to figure out how they could slide in. I'm not saying that that isn't happening, but I, I don't know that as a whole that like men have been like reared to do that. I do think it has a lot to do with with being a provider. or, or, or What are you providing for your family, right? Right, ultimately. How do you get a family? That's You have to penetrate yeah, them, I mean, right? but dog... So that's, indirectly, but, indirectly. No, not even indirectly. That's something that is established way down the line. Right. Like, I'm not walking into a situation like, yo, I'm just trying to penetrate off the rip, yeah. right? And then right. I'm like, oh, well, now I have this family that's here, and now I want to provide, right? That's not my ideology. And, and I, don't, I don't think that all men walk into it like, yo, I'm just trying to be. 
I don't walk into it like that. But what I'm saying is that people that approach it in that regard, I'm talking about them. I'm not talking about, because for me, I'm not like that. Because I feel like a woman should at some point, maybe not on the first date, maybe not on the second date. By the third date, if you're not reaching for your wallet, I look at you funny. And if I'm just out here just, I'm breaking bread, I'm breaking bread. Right. Now, now, now at this point, I'm just spending money for you because I'm a man and you're a woman. Mm-hmm. What does that break down to to you? Yo, again, I, I see where you're coming from, but I had to ask myself when you said that, like after the third date, if she's not reaching for the wallet. Reciprocating. Right. You looking at her funny? I don't know if that's true for me because if you, you got to take into consideration the chemistry. So if you guys, regardless of the payment situation, if you guys are, you know, going on these dates, spending this time, having in-depth conversations, developing mm-hmm. chemistry, the payment side of things are just, that's an aside. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not part of the thing. It's so not the it, main focus. Right. It's not the main focus. If you connect, if you connected with her and, Sequentially, you're getting more and more, you're developing something, you're building something. I don't know that if, if, if she doesn't reach for the check, I'm going to look at it funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, most importantly, I think from my perspective, you know, just from a woman in, in, in my experiences, I always respect the women if they did do some type of contribution. Maybe we went on a date on Monday night, mm-hmm. and then she's like, yo, Tuesday, we're going to this art show. You know, I respect things like that. To me, that's reciprocal. So it's not really always monetary value because sure. money comes and goes. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? So I feel like if a, if a woman's like, yo, you know, Dave, you took me out Tuesday night, you know, Wednesday or, you know, it's this play in the city or whatever, time. I got something right. for you. you paid then for I can respect for that. Or I paid for the movie. I can respect for she that. She paid for dinner. I could respect right. that. But if a chick is just riding, and you know those type of chicks, I think anybody knows those type of chicks that's just going out for a meal. Because right. she's hungry. Right, and, and, that's, and, and, like, that's, totally and that's the point that. I was going to bring into that. Yeah. I've, I've definitely been in ex- you know, yeah. situation experiences where, like, yo, like, you just a meal ticket. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, you know, shorty knows when the car, you hit you up on some, like, yo, because I'm hungry. Now, at the same time, I think women are also cognizant of this as well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, they're aware of this also. And I think that is, like, being able to have, like, the discernment to be like, yo, like, are you just playing me? Like, if this is just, if, like, because if we're just kicking it, cool then, yo, we about to go Dutch and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're only coming through just because you know you can get a meal out of me. But then also, too, I think that kind of chimes into the fellas that Bruce was talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, dudes that's just out here to penetrate because mm-hmm. it's just, so everybody has that perspective. But to sure. kind of piggyback off what John was saying, that chemistry, you want to know who's who's who at the end of the right. day, no matter if you're doing you Dutch. I mean, you hope, you know. But at, at the same time, I think we all have that that mindset where you could tell somebody's funny style just from the interactions on whether if it's, you know, male or Authentic female. or not. Yeah, authentic yeah, yeah. or not. You could, you could sense that, you right. know. You could sense that. So I think with that in mind, you could determine, like, hey, if this chick is going out for, you know, for a meal or if, if dudes are taking chicks out mm-hmm. just to penetrate, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you could sense that. What yeah. I'm saying from my perspective is this. If we sit down and eat two, three, four times, and in the back of your mind, your thought process is, I don't need to pay for none of this. He's supposed to have this. Don't get me wrong. Every time I step out, I make sure that I have the bread to cover the whole experience from mm-hmm. top to bottom. Okay. But if there's nothing inside of you that says, well, I should contribute something, that's unattractive to me. 
So then, so to then me. Let me ask you and I can afford to take okay. you out. So then let me ask you this. So then at what point do you feel necessary to, to have that conversation if you feel that's a conversation to have? I don't okay. think it should be a conversation. I'm observing your actions. Mm. So, so then at that point, then do you just stop dealing with them? Or is I would. Okay. Because, because you have made in your mind that I'm supposed to finance you. And that's not that's not attractive to me. That that speaks to something that that is broken inside of you. To me, to me, because at least even even a strategic woman who doesn't want to pay, because most women don't want literally want to pay, but they will at we least put. They, <laughs> they will. They will. There's a there, there are women who do not want to pay, but will come out of pocket just to show you something because they want you to see that they it's mutual. Yeah. You understand? I'm talking one out of one out of three times. Like, we sitting down seven times and you not reaching for your wallet once. So that tells me something about you. Let's assume. So we're talking about a date, right? Let's assume that right. both let's frame it. Both parties at the date are decent people. Sure. Right. Yeah. It to me, in my opinion, it should not be an issue of finances and money. Mm-hmm. Like that's an aside. Right. But when we're talking about finances and money and who's paying and who's not paying and who's making the gestures and who's not, what are we talking about? We're talking about assessing character, mm-hmm. which is part of what a date should be. Okay. And some of that gets lost in the mm-hmm. mix mm-hmm. on both sides of the right. discussion. Right. Um, so, f- again, so for me, it, like if I'm if I'm going on a date uh, with a young lady and <clears throat> she pays or she doesn't pay. If she tries to pay on the first date, if she doesn't on the fourth date or the fifth date, that's an aside. It's something that I'll, I'll, I'll keep in mind, but there are also other factors that are involved in our interaction that I have to keep track of. All right, so so to kind of go back into just the, the, the question at large, which was um, navigating, quote-unquote, ritualistic dating practices, right, in this day and age. And so to kind of give it some context, um, and talk about dating. Um, and so I had have had a date sometime last year um, where, you know, you know, Shorty was like, yo, I want to go out with you. I want to, you know, I want to treat you, right? So I want to, you know, flip the script. Now, now whether or not she felt that maybe, and, I, and, and this is something I asked her, like, you know, post-date, yeah. um, you know, whether or not she was seeing if I was okay with, you know, her being in control of the situation, like if I was going to, you know, um, I don't know, like wild out on like some masculine shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so you know, so she picked the restaurant. Um, she literally came and picked me up. Like she came to the spot, like came to the door, right? Opened the door. Shorty has a bouquet of flowers. True gentleman. Right? Like yo, short. <laughs> like yeah. like like Shorty has the flowers. You know, hey, nigga like flowers too. Cool. I'm gonna take these. I'm gonna put these in some water. Yo, we can bounce. We can go to the you know restaurant. We get to the restaurant. Um, shout out to Peaches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best style. Yo, best style. Where, um, You know, we get to Peaches. You know, uh, you know. So in this in, now, I will say in this situation, right? Um, I'm I'm kind of kind of I'm gauging it, right? So you know, like it's one of those situations, like when you out, you kind of a little modest. You're like, ah, oh, you know, I'm just get this, like I'm cool. Um, yo, she's like, yo, get whatever you want. Get whatever you want. Yo, are you thirsty? Yo, you want something to drink? She's like, yo, what do you want to drink? I was like, uh, you know, yo, I'm just, yo, I'm gonna get this Jameson. She's like, okay, cool, right? Once again, you know, it, it's um, I'm, I'm in a position where she's catering to me, 
right? Yeah. So, so, she so there's the a script. She flipped the script. She flipped the script. There's a lot of things at play here, right? So the gender roles have have been completely reversed, which I'm totally cool with, right? Um, you know, I finished my drink. She's like, "Yo, you want anything else?" Like, I'm, you know, I'm like, "Nah, I'm cool." Yo, she goes up over my head and she tells the waitress, "Like, yo, get him another drink." Wow. Right. So she so she orders me another drink, right? Yo, at the end of the night, the check comes. So, of course, what do I do? Naturally, yo, I'm reaching for the check. Fam, she grabs the check before I even have a chance to. Damn. Right? And she, yo, and she takes it and personally hands it to the waitress. Wow. It's a done deal. So, who's, you went on a date with Erica Badu? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this? Hey, boss. Hey, if it was Erica Badu, we wouldn't be having this conversation because I would no longer be, be in the room. Be out. <laughs> be out. I mean, a nigga already drink tea. Race. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, and so, and so, I frame all that to say, um, what are some, I guess, ritualistic practices that you feel like that you do subscribe to, right? Or um, do you feel that? Because, like, in, like in that situation, I don't know if she was trying to, I guess, challenge, you know, the patriarchal status of of how dating, you know, structured and how it looks like. I don't know. I went with the flow, but I'm also, I was also open to it. So be, before we ask that question, too, okay. though, I got questions for you about this date. <laughs> right, right? So listen, listen, listen. Was this the first date that you guys had? Can we define date? Yo, <laughs> hold up, hold up. Let's, let, this is this is the first time that we went to dinner. Okay. So let's say this was, I would say this was maybe the third time hanging out, first time we went to dinner. Okay. All right. So, so you you probably before that you got a sense of her character. You're sure. Talking about character in terms of dating. Right. Right. <clears throat> okay. Did did it did it strike you out of the blue? Was it like different from how she presented herself previously? No. Um. You know, she's you know every every time that we hung out prior to that, she was always you know very um, accommodatable. Right, okay. like yo, like are you thirsty? You want something? I got it. You know, like okay. and of course there's situations I'm just like nah, like you don't have to. You know, I got it. I can take care of this. Sure. You know, now I can also say, um, I'm I'm kind of one of those people too. And maybe this is something that I try to work on where I don't necessarily even like going out on dates if I don't even have it in the bank. Right. Like I think that's a good practice. Like like yeah. like everybody, everybody <laughs> should be on. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like if 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 I even feel like yo, I'm, I'm low. Like I got enough for me. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if I have enough just for me, if I don't have enough for two people, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even like stepping foot in that kind of situation. But the patriarchal situation that we live in tells us that we have to have enough to cover us. And Correct. Them. And I Correct. and I approach it that Which, way too because I understand that they live under that. Mm-hmm. So I approach it the same way now. Okay. So as I was saying earlier, that's cool the first time. If I'm interested and I like you, the second time that's cool. By the third or fourth time, if you just move in like you think things is just financed for you, I'm looking at that funny. Okay. All right. So, so then, and it's not even a monetary thing. Like I didn't come out here with the intention of paying for it. It's more so, what is your mentality? Sure. Okay. What is your mentality? And I'm gonna break it down for you, even more in depth. Your Wait. example of patriarchy, or whatever you had in your environment. My father was a crackhead. My mother was out here in the Air Force. Licensed manicurist, mm-hmm. master's degree. I didn't have that example of a woman that needed someone to take care of her. Mm-hmm. So, from 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 how I came up, okay. 
I don't know nothing about a woman needing someone to take care of her or, or waiting like for someone to pay for something that's subservient and none of that. My mother was in none of that. So I don't know nothing about that. Perspective. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Okay. And to that point, that kind of shows how these dances that we do, these whether it's dating or whatever, mm-hmm. these are learned behaviors. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it goes back to what I said earlier. We need to unlearn a lot of that. You want to expound on some of those things? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, give me an hour. <laughs> I mean, you got 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, w- listen, we need to unlearn. In, 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 in short, what, what are some things you feel, 2017, like, right, do we need that, that you feel like, we, as men, do we need, or, or, or is it something that you feel across men and women, things that we need to unlearn? Well, both, but I'm going to say this. Okay. Nobody in this room has daughters, right? No. Okay, all right, we understand. So we don't want, I don't think anybody in this room wants your daughter to have this perspective that she's supposed to get something from a man. But that is how our society is. What did Big but say? A, a thing not a meal, <laughs> not, a, not a place to stay, nothing. If I have a daughter, I don't, want her to, I don't want her to believe or understand. I don't want her to walk into a situation looking to get anything from a man. I want her to walk into a situation with her own and make a decision based on, based on her feelings based on what she likes about this person, not about their ability to provide for them. And we have a society of young women that were trained to extract some sort of wealth from a man. But I think we're we're talking about providing just in a sense of finances, and I don't think that's the only conversation. Right. Like providing, touching on pieces that you said, Mm -hmm. flowers, Mm -hmm. you know, that's an emotional providing. Right. Um, Right. You know, Mm -hmm. protection. Mm -hmm. You know, I think now, I mean, certainly I can speak for myself and, and I know a couple of you fellows, like, I'm not dating just to date, I'm dating to find a wife. Word up. Right, a mate. So Word up. I'm looking for someone mm-hmm. who you could build with. I can provide for and mm-hmm. who also will provide for me mm-hmm. and my children. That's, that's healthy, what you're talking about. But we have a segment of our society that is raising women to find out what they can benefit from the person that they're dating. And that's and that's, that's and that's what cynical. I don't want from my daughter. Right. I, I, it's I, not I, cynical. It's real. No, it's I, I real. Believe, Go I on Instagram. It's a real aspect of life, but I believe that's a cynical. <laughs> it's <laughs> real. Like, wow. I believe that's a cynical way to think about it. Like, I'm not going into a date thinking, "What does this woman want from me? Is she going to make me pay for the the bill?" Right. I'm, I'm going not, into it with the impression that I want to get to know this person. I'm not going into it like that either because if I'm going on a date, I'm assuming that you're not like that, but you could show me otherwise based on how you act in these next two, three, four, five dates. See, and okay. I'm assessing that in those so, dates. So, 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 so we're only talking about finances. Like that, that's been the whole conversation. What about other aspects? I'm, I'm observing everything. Okay. However, if you're the type that is looking to be financed, which is, that's, that's not rare out here. Well, I kind of don't want to harp on that. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I just think, like, you know, talking about the women that are, that are so much that are looking to be financed or expect something from a male, I think those women, we know we need to stay clear from them. You know, just like with, same thing with women. They need to stay clear of dudes that's just out here just trying to penetrate. I think, you know, we need to kind of hone in on just really, like, decent black men like us, mm-hmm. you know, that are culturally aware, that are knowledgeable, that mm-hmm. are 
that are intellectual, emotionally, aware. emotionally, you know, and aware of you know their energy that they're giving to this female. You know what I'm saying? Woman, you, you know, to to this woman, absolutely, absolutely, you know, to you know. I just think, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to this. Because they will this, come for us. Yeah, no, no, but, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want formula. women, honestly, I don't want women to think about that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking on a point. Right. You know, on a point, you know. Um, like, my lady, I respect everything that she does for me. Mm-hmm. And I know deep down inside, she respects everything right. that I do for her. There's no expectations. Yeah, it's no expectations, but, you know. It's it's about just really understanding each other and that chemistry and understanding and assessing that character because you could tell like everybody you could tell when somebody's funny like you could tell when someone's you know shady or whatever you could sense that you know? see my point to that right is that I like to believe you would have deciphered that before you get to the fifth and sixth date true right true. because because in between that right you're engaging in conversation you're texting you're talking you're on the phone. Um, you know, you're, 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 you're keeping, you know, actions and mannerisms. I would like, at least I would like to believe that you would pick up on something in between that time, right? That, 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 that would like red flags yeah. that would be like, yo, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, shorty's not as into me as much as I'm into her, or yeah. maybe this isn't what I think it is. Yeah. Right. But, but maybe not. I mean, you know, I, I, I could admittedly, I've, I've, <laughs> I've been in situations where, yo, I, I might not have peeped the signs. You know what I'm saying? And I might have been, you know, strung mm-hmm. along for a minute. And, what, you know, what I call, shout out to my man, Eric Roberson, he has a song called Painkiller. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's this, this idea that, um, you know, I'm just that painkiller. I'm, I'm here to dull you. Like, when mm-hmm. you hurt, when you feel some way, you come over. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you, you extract from me all of my emotional, um, you know, fortitude that I may have for you. And then you bounce, and then you go give that to somebody else, mm. right? Um, and I and, and I've, I've been in a situation like that specifically where you know she would just come over. She knew I had these feelings for her, and I you know and I I've expressed that, but she would only come through. You know, now granted, when she came through, right? She would bring food, or you know she would clean the kitchen. She might bake cookies in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So there was an exchange. Yeah, there 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 there, there surely was an exchange, but she didn't allow it to go past that you know what i'm saying like whether it's just like being in my space um you know and you know but but that but that took some time for me to, to even step back and be like yo this isn't beneficial to me like i'm not getting out of it what i feel like i wanted what i deserve and that's when you have to either you know cut it off or you have that conversation like yo we we, we getting two different things out of here any thoughts on that no, I, I, I think I think you make a great point. Like, <laughs> you may know who she is, you may not, but <laughs> I think Say make, less. I think you make a great point. Like mm-hmm. so there was an exchange, mm-hmm. but what she was getting from it was enough for her. But right. your needs were not fully being, being met. met. Mm. So you, you were kind I wouldn't even say you, but the situation in that situation you were being shortchanged. Mm-hmm. Which happens a great deal. Now, yeah, I like this. Let's let, let's kind of pivot here. More times than not, women feel that they are on that end yeah. of being shortchanged from us, right? Um, whether it's through intimacy, whether it's through romance, whether it's you know through um, you know our emotional availability. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, what what are, I don't know, like what are some 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 ways that you feel that we can work to kind of curb some of those tendencies? I mean, I don't think we're here to answer for women and how they feel. No, in no, general. no. I'm talking about for us, though. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm saying women that may feel as though they're 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 shortchanged. But I could feel like we could be us. We could be emotionally open and honest. We could not be what you're describing. We don't got to make up for everybody else that's not. Yeah, I think that's a great point because even in these discussions about. Uh, male and female interaction, dating or whatever, I think there's an underrepresented uh, segment of mm -hmm. that discussion, which is, I, I mean, I don't mean to big myself up and big up the fellas in the room, but there's certain cats who know what time it is right. when it comes to emotional availability, when it comes to mm -hmm. emotional intelligence. Mm. And the conversation hasn't been that nuanced. It's still this, yeah. you know, a, as people are developing uh, their understanding for certain things, like the conversation becomes more advanced, but somehow certain segments of the conversation is still like, oh, men are this, women are that. And that's not really the way things are. Even, even <clears throat> some parts of the discussion that we're having tonight, um, talking about what women need or what men provide, it's a more nuanced conversation. Like, not all women like flowers. Mm. True. Some dudes like flowers. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll give an example. And I told you this story before. <laughs> uh, I told you this story. So, I met a young lady. Um, and in my assessment of the situation, I, I didn't know her. I, I knew... Uh, what she did mm -hmm. for a living. I knew the way she present, presented herself visually. And that is, that is um, what's the word I'm looking for? That is, uh, I, I, not materialistic, but. Superficial. Superficial, thank mm -hmm. you, sir. That is superficial, but I will cop to that. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the superficial is a signifier of maybe or maybe not, this is worth time. Aesthetics so, matter, though. You know what I'm saying? Aesthetics do matter. That that's that's a vehicle for communication. Sure. But anyway, so we went out on a few dates. We went out on three dates total. Mm -hmm. The vibe was cool, for the most part. <laughs> I was feeling like I was more into her than she was into me. Or she was letting on. And she was letting on, mm -hmm. right? In person, it was we were on a level. When we were not in person, the communication was not the same. My level of communication versus her level of communication or effort mm -hmm. was not the same. I like the, the effort. That That's what, yeah. Real shit. Mm -hmm. Third day. Um, we went out We went out to, uh, should I even, uh, maybe get specific? Probably not. I mean, Probably I mean not. yo, you know Probably what I'm saying? Not. Yo, you can say less by saying enough. Yeah. All right. So we, we went to a show. Um, shit was cool. It was vibey, all good. We're going home. It's late. Um, we're in Midtown, and we're looking for a place to eat. Mm -hmm. So we go from, we, we try maybe three or four different restaurants. We get to the final restaurant. We walk up. She's in front of me. Mm -hmm. She opens the door. Mm. 
I hesitate. Mind you, at this point, I'm done. Yeah. Like I, I've been drinking, <laughs> yeah. enjoying the music. I'm I'm in, I'm in the group, right? right? So she she opens, she holds the door for me. So by default, I'm in my default mode, right? Right. I say no, please. After you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, uh, okay. And she walks in. I hold the door. She walks in. Place turned out to be closed. They were closing up. Awkward silence. Ten minutes later, she's like, what was that about? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I don't know. I, I felt weird. Like, mm-hmm. I was, to use the word, trained. Mm-hmm. My mother's a the Caribbean condition. woman. My mother's a Caribbean woman. Okay. Okay? So that, I, I'm quote-unquote old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. And Traditional. Exactly. Traditional. <coughs> so in that sense, I do all, Subscribe all of those Subscribe to, to some of those ritualistic dating practices. Precisely. That we talked about. Okay. And it's funny because I never actually had a dating conversation with my mom. Mm-hmm. But these behaviors were... Um, somehow communicated to me with the way my mom raised me. These learned behaviors that you spoke about earlier. Precisely. They are learned behaviors. Mm -hmm. And that's what I defaulted to. And (coughs) this comes to, like, where we are dating-wise, what the modern terrain of dating is. Mm -hmm. These assumptions that, oh, women want this, women want that, it's not the same all across the board. This woman in particular, she took me to task Mm. about this mm-hmm. she was like wait what was it about that situation that made you uncomfortable why was it weird mm-hmm. and i'm like i i don't know like i that's right. that's now, just the way i was raised now did, did, did she feel as though you were um erasing her agency like challenging challenging you know her in that direct quote she said i was taking away her rights as a woman mm. i was I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. Because she wasn't learned the same way you were. True indeed. And we got to that point Mm -hmm. and we realized that the the compatibility that I saw through, I don't don't know, uh, field or Mm -hmm. type of music or style or whatever, that was not enough for us to make that connection as a unit. Sure. Because she was raised different. Mm-hmm. Context. Right. Going back to what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to chime in on this. Um, just like speaking about, you know, mannerism, I think chivalry is something really important. You know, right. just to like everybody is learned differently. Like, you know, likewise, my mom and, and, and my pops, they didn't sit down with me and be like, oh, when we go out with this lady, this is how you want to treat her. You know, this is that. I was just trained a certain way how to respect, you know, young ladies from mm-hmm. Jump Street. You know, I was always that guy that was like, yo, you know what? I want to impress this young lady. I want to interact with this young lady. And I think now to this day, like even in my current relationship with my lady, you know, when we travel, I'm carrying her back. I don't have my girl carry Mm -hmm. her back. You know, she carries the passports and the tickets. But it's not because she can't carry it. Yeah, it's not because she can't carry it. You wouldn't let her carry it. I wouldn't let her carry it. And even as times, like she tries to grab the bag and be like, hold the passport. I'll trade you. You know, so it's cool like that, and my girl respects that. You know, my girl she now respects okay. That. So, so to kind of to kind of you know expound on that. Now, do you feel that that is 
because that is kind of playing in or subscribing to some, um, you know, ideas of what it means to be a man, whether it means to be macho in regards to like dating with someone, right? So certain things like that, like, yo, I'll carry the bags, um, um, or let's say, I think we had a conversation about women allowing a man to be a man, right? And, and, and I think, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very weird place, especially in today's time and age, right? Where I think where a lot of us, I can speak for myself, I, I came up a very certain way. I observed a certain thing, the way that, you know, my father engaged with my mother, the way that my mother engaged with my father. Um, you know, and so certain things like, you know, carrying the bag, opening the door, you know, um, not sitting down until maybe she sits down, you know. Now, these, once again, I do agree that these are, like, learned behaviors. And that's what I was saying to you earlier, Bruce, that, you know, though I, I do agree that, yeah, maybe, you know, some of these do um, hearken on, you know, patriarchy. But I don't know that they're all bad. I didn't have any of that. I don't have any recollection of any of that. What you're describing, that mm-hmm. wasn't in existence in my environment. Okay. I mean, at all. And I think to the point, like, I don't think anyone was necessarily raised in that environment. Like, same thing. Like, my parents didn't sit me down and say, this is what you do for a woman. They provided examples. Not necessarily. Mm. Not necessarily. I mean, my my father, I mean, I I didn't see them interact. I was a young child. But when I actually was viewing them interact, um, it came to a point where they were divorced. So Mm. I didn't see those aspects of romance and you know, you know what you call patriarchy. Like I, I didn't see that. Sure. But I also So what did you learn those those I mean it goes back to media. I mean okay. music, movies, you, you watch things where um, I'm trying to think of an example of, of like a nineties like black romance and love and basketball Boomerang. like yeah. Boomerang. Yeah. So but, so then But you you see how they're acting, you see sort of what gets the woman and how you should actually treat a woman, mm-hmm. which is sometimes a stark contrast to some of the music that I was also listening to. Mm-hmm. But you, you see what actually is winning. I mean, you, I'm thinking, um, excuse me, miss, that, that music video. Mm. That was a transition in Jay-Z's life. Sure, right. Like, okay. That yeah. very yeah. much was a transition in Jay-Z's life. And so I'll like, give you all the keys and the security codes. There's a rigid dichotomy between imagery that we were presented with at, at that age. Sure, and, and, and you know what? And I want to I want to elaborate there. So I want to I want to I have two points. All right. So we talked about um, the 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 habits <coughs> or the learned behaviors that we might may or may not have observed. So me specifically, I did observe these behaviors from my parents. Right. My parents were married for well over 33, 34 years. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And so now, of course, no marriage is perfect. Um, but the way that my mother and my father engage with each other, um, I observed that greatly. Now, my mother, who you know, I definitely would consider to be um, just like a strong, hard-bodied woman. Like she was a soldier. She was in the army for 16 years. Like she shot guns. Like you know what I'm saying? Like my mother was a soldier. She was hard body, but at the same time, I, I don't know that I can also think of a more feminine woman, mm. right? So I say that to say, my mother was the kind of person that if we're all going out to eat to a restaurant, like my mother would go and stand by the door and wait until my father opened the door. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, there was, I remember one moment in particular where, like, my mom's at the door and my, my dad's at the door with her. And we just stand at the door. And she's looking at him like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and he snaps out. He's like, oh, 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 my, my, my bad, baby. Like, you know, and, <laughs> and like, you know, like, he opens the door and she, you know what I'm saying? Like, she walks through. But it's not because my mother couldn't open the door herself, right? It, and, and, and so this is kind of what goes back. Like, we, you know, we were at a forum um, a couple weeks ago. Good friend, uh, Lisa, had a forum called Breathing Space. And, um, you know, one of the things I was saying, I was like, yo, women run all this shit. Like, they are actually the architects. Like, though my father was, quote, unquote, the man of the house, maybe the provider, but my mom created this environment which made my dad believe that it was actually all him. It was his idea. She was, she was the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain pulling the strings. Like, she actually, you know, curated the space and environment. But she also, at times, she knew when and how and where to let my father be a man and do things, quote unquote, that, you know, to his ego. So, I feel like it seems like what we're saying is compatibility, dating compatibility is about, it's an agreement. Like, there's a dance, right? Mm -hmm. So either the person, the people who are dating, agree to the same rules of engagement, mm -hmm. or they don't. That's not to say that one, I mean, barring, like, extreme, uh, you know, unhealthy behaviors, mm -hmm. it's not to say that there's one right way or one wrong way. Okay. It's about a compatibility. So... In my most recent relationship, mm -hmm. um, the things that I brought to the table as far as the way I was raised, as far as chivalry, um, that was a currency that was valued. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And out in the current dating environment, mm -hmm. and we're talking about, you know, they're dating apps and et cetera, et cetera. Right. Where where opportunity abounds, where there's there's a surplus, mm. a surplus of opportunity where people feel as though maybe I don't have to put in X amount of effort because the next opportunity is a swipe away. Mm. In right. that environment, my brand of showing up mm. Mm -hmm. is not always valued. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel the same way. Cause because, you know, temperament wise, I know me and you we we we, we tend to we tend to align. Yeah, you know, we, we tend to align, but I think um I don't know, I think it also kinda goes back to um what we were talking about offline. I, I feel like a lot of times those are the things that are taken into account. Right. Um I feel like as men, I feel like we're supposed to take certain things into account as it relates to dealing and engaging with a woman, yeah. right? So like we take into account like our own shit and we should also take into account what women are having to deal with and engage with. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't know that that's always like reciprocated on, 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 the same, on the same scope. And I guess I mean that in terms of just even something as simple as like, like walking up and talking to a woman, mm -hmm. right? Now I know that if I so choose to talk to a woman in a public space or or, 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 or in or in some kind of setting, 
um, in the back of my mind, all things are considered. I'm thinking about like everything she has to deal with on a regular basis, like regular average niggas running up on her, like street harassment. Like I'm taking all these things into account. Yeah. Like before I even get to her. And, that, and that's even if I even decide, like, you know what? I may just be like, yo, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And just fall back and just not even not even do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause just, just because, and so just the thought itself just gives me ill anxiety. And I mean, that's, that's the modern terrain that we live in. And like, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, these conversations, the type of conversation that we're having right now, acknowledging these new uh, mm-hmm. elements right. in the whole thing, I feel like we're not having many of those conversations. People are still acting. People are still... They're happening in vacuums. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're still pers- uh, subscribing to these old uh, these old roles of, oh, the man should take charge, or, oh, men are too aggressive, or, like, mm-hmm. these extremes. Mm-hmm. And there, there's more to it than that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's, uh, it's very much about... It's very much about compatibility of, of, of style. It's even about, to me, it's about perspective. So in the, in, in the example that I gave you, mm-hmm. where I, I refused to walk in, refuse is a strong <laughs> ass word, but I you, said, no, please, allow, like, right. you go ahead first. In my head, from my perspective, I was saying, please, let me serve you. Yeah. But she didn't take it that way. She took it as you're taking an opportunity away from me, a right away from me. Mm. So that's completely about perspective. And yeah. I to say that she wants to be served. Right. True indeed. And I think it goes back to your point of compatibility. Like Absolutely. She's not seeing that as a, you know, quote unquote, manly behavior. Like, mm. I can get the door on my own. And yeah. Right. You know, no one's denying you that right. Right. Mm. Of course, the but door was not heavy. For the record, for the, record <laughs> the door, the door, was, the door not was pretty heavy. light. Um, but no, I mean, not denying her that right, but it's just learned behavior or how you were raised or what you what you were taught. Like this is what you do. I mean, I do it all the time, even if it's not something that I personally know. I mean, living in New York has trained me to like not do it as much. <laughs> but like, if there's one person behind me, like I'm, I'm gonna get the door for you. Yeah. Um, but that's just more of like the gentleman aspect um, for this not being even a, someone that a you're decent courting. human being. Exactly. Not, it's not being an asshole. I don't think it's necessarily decent for me to be 12 steps behind you. Like for you to take 40 seconds to hold the door and I got to walk faster to catch up with you. I don't think that that's, that's a different story. If someone's directly <laughs> behind me, I'm not going to open the door and just walk in. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a thin line with that as well. That's That, that gets interesting as well. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to hold the door for you. I mean, I mean, I would because once again, I mean, you know, those, those are pra- those are learned practices that I've observed. Right. Um, you know, like I said, specifically, and that's not that's not something from my father. That's something I observed from my mother. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. My mother taught me these things. Right. Maybe not directly by telling me, but through her actions, she showed me, hey, this is how you cater to a woman, right? Um, you know, and and and, that, and that's just that's just one of the ways. That's just one of the ways. Um, so I kind of I kind of want to deviate real quick because Jeremy, you brought up a point about um, the images and the imagery that we've seen um, in the media and how that plays uh, a role into 
um, our identity as men, our perspectives in datings, how we deal and engage um, with uh, the opposite sex in relationships. And so to that point, how has the climate of dating changed with the advent of technology and social media? Drastically. <laughs> I mean, if you put it in one word. Yeah. Um, and, and this is speaking from someone that, you know, I, I met my woman on Instagram. Let's get into that. But it was also very intentional. Okay. Um, you know, you and I have spoke about this. Mm -hmm. I was shitting bricks about, <laughs> quote unquote, shooting my shot. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. Because I've seen this woman that, you know, I wanted to get to know. Mm -hmm. And it was very much intentional as opposed to, you know, a, a Tinder where it's just a quick swipe. Right. Like, I scrolled through delicately yeah. through her whole timeline <laughs> to make sure I wasn't liking pictures from 52 weeks ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was also very intentional. Um, but that's how we met. Mm -hmm. And that interaction was, you know, very weird. I mean, obviously, the, the conversation that you and I had about sure. it, like, I didn't even know if I wanted to do it. Mm. Um, why, but though? why, though? Is, is, was, it, was it about um, the the way in which you are you were engaging? Was it because it's not quote unquote what we consider to be a natural and organic um, you know, interaction? Because you didn't meet her on the street or you didn't meet her at in a venue or a pub because you met on this digital space, which by all, you know, um, all intents and purposes, the social space, I said it right, is um, <laughs> is a is a real like it's a real space. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it was very untraditional. In, in that sense. And, you know, I've been on one date with someone from Tinder, and that was I get no weird. love on Tinder, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's traditional as hell to me, because I came up on Black Planet. where Yo! Yo so that is the tradition, and I'm older than you. Like, that was my tradition. Yes, that was, I, I'm with you. Yo, Black Planet? I mean, when they came up with Black Planet, I'm 32 years old. We uh, was again, on Black Planet. I was like, on there as well, but it's still, it's untraditional in the sense of you meeting a woman in a non-digital social space. Right. That's what I mean by tradition. Because I lost my virginity to a woman that I met on AOL Instant Messenger. Wow. Wow. Hey, shout Keep out it to, a buck. Shout out to chat groups. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had mutual friends, but our whole development, the first time I ever spoke to her, was on AOL Instant Messenger. Mm. So to me, that space is Context normalcy. Okay. Okay. Back when you, you didn't, when you would be at school, and you would come home to the crib, to the computer, like, <laughs> yeah. yo, take, my. This, take this away message ASL. <laughs> yo, you know what I'm saying? At I school, developed my whole... Getting shorties, you know what I'm saying, MSN login. Yeah. Hey, I had some wild conversation <laughs> on MSN, bro. But, <laughs> see some, I digress. See, yo, <laughs> see some wild shit with the foggy, uh, the foggy camera? <laughs> oh, man, man. <laughs> Yo, but okay, but 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 to that point, and and John, I I, I think I think we've had conversations, but I think, you know, maybe you feel differently about um, the digital dating space. Um, I'm about to say, we got it, we you know we got it, we ain't live, right, right, right. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, I I don't know how I feel about it because I'm not I'm not fully in it okay. in the sense that. The places where I engage are not specific to dating. Okay. Like, I'm not on any apps. Mm -hmm. I tried that. You're on I, Facebook, though. I am on Facebook. Okay. But this is what I'm saying. Like, the, the, the spaces where I engage are not uh, designated as spaces to meet people for the intent of dating. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I, I don't know. I, I feel like on apps, people present themselves in a different way. Sure. It's a different dance, if you will. Right. With, with, with its own set of rules and language um, associated with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like at, at this point, in this day and age, if you meet um, someone on social media that's not designated for dating, it's like, it's more akin to walking down the street and meeting someone. I mean, that's not to say that there isn't some sort of, uh, people put up a front on Facebook, no doubt. Sure. Um, but, but, but It's but, a different front. But to that point, though, <laughs> right, even, even meeting someone in, in IRL, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. in real life, right. you're also presenting your representative. Very true. Right? And that's something, again, that's so, another point that people don't really talk right. about. So, you know, which, which is also very similar to the representative that, that you get of me on a social space and the representative that you may get if, you know, we at everyday people and we on a barbecue on the roof. Like, right. you know, I'm a, I'm a intentionally put my best self forward. You got people that are living, you got people that are living a social media persona in you do. That are living to live up yes. to their how many followers they have. You right. have people. Right. And, 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 and I think that goes back to that different set of rules and being able to navigate that. Um, but I, but I guess to bring it back to, to the question as far as how, is it, how has it changed maybe your all's um, perspective on dating? Because like I said, you know, Jerem, you know, you've met your woman um, on a social platform. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you met your woman in real life. Mm-hmm. Right. So... You want to? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think I never, I never um, did any of the dating apps or the, any of the dating yo, but, programs. but 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 actually, yo, let's 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 widen the range because not right. even talking about dating apps. Right? Okay, I'm talking about Instagram, okay. Twitter, okay, so perfect, Facebook, perfect. right? Like not just an app that is specific to okay. just dating. Understood. Right? So I mean, I never, you know, picked up. You know, picked up women off of my Instagram or via Twitter. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a very personable person. Mm-hmm. You know, I love talking to people. I love interacting with people. That's the way I, I learn. That's the way I engage with people. So when I met my lady, um, it was it was more about. I didn't even think she was even interested in me. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't even like, hey, hey, yo, you look good. I, you know, I, I like your style. We just started talking. You know, just not even about are you in a relationship. It wasn't even like right. where you from. It was like, yo, what music do you like? And then we started going on a tangent of music, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of kept the conversation flowing. So let me ask you, you know? this: Do you feel as though that had you met her on a social space, that maybe there would have been things that y'all would have lost, like in context or in translation? Like, do you feel like things? you know, would have fell through the cracks as opposed to, like, meeting her, quote-unquote, organically. Oh, most certainly. I, I really agree with that. I think if I would have interacted with my lady through, you know, Instagram, quote-unquote, and as opposed to meeting her in person, I think it would have been a lot of things that I would not have picked up on. Mm. You know, mm. I wouldn't have learned about her that really That's maybe important. even sparked my interest with her. You mm. know, she got cool photos and everything like that, but that doesn't really solidify your character. That sure. doesn't solidify your personality, you know. That doesn't solidify who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. 
you know, just because you have cool photos and you have X amount of likes and X amount of comments. So I feel, you know, that would have most certainly changed our dynamics if Mm. we met initially off of a platform such as Instagram or any other social platforms, you know. Um, I think it's just more important to engage personally, you know, with, with you know, your your person that you're interested in, you know. I think that's that's the best way to do it. Okay. All right. So, I don't think it's impossible, as, as, as Jeremy is, is a testament to that. Um, and, 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 you know, you all know as well, um, you know, the, the last person I was in a relationship with, I'm, I met her off. You're, <laughs> you're a funny dude. I met her off of Twitter, right? Um, you know, and this was, yo, I, I, met, I met her off of Twitter maybe, I don't know, maybe three, four years ago. This was before I even moved to the East Coast. Not even New York, before I even moved to the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, I, I piggybacked to follow because a homie of mine was, in, was talking with Shorty on a TL, and I was like, yo. I hit him on, I hit, I hit him on the hip like, yo, what's up with Shorty? You know what I'm saying? He he sent me back some limited knowledge that he may have found or knew about her. I was intel. like, yo, some <laughs> intel, you know what I'm saying? And then some recon. Yo, some recon, you know, and then, you know, I hit the follow button. Um, you know, and then she followed back. And then uh, you know, through there, you know, I, I continue to uh, you know, throw shots. If you're listening. You know. <laughs> she may be, she may be. Um, you know, but 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 I I worked like I worked it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like you say intentional things, you apply to specific comments. The long, the long con. Damn, yeah, no, but but man. but but like you know, but like that's what we call it. Like, but like not in the term of like yo, I'm trying to get over on you, but it's like you know what I'm saying it's like I'm playing the long game. Like I'm tr- like like yo, this shorty's dope. I love what she's talking about. As Dave said, you know, what I'm she got she got fly photos. You know, I'm. I'm trying to get the number because maybe because at this point, yo, I'm not even getting into the DMs yet. Like I won't even dare do that. You know what I'm saying? Like it is like we haven't had that kind of engagement yet. You know what I'm saying? But, but once again, this goes back to the dating dance and how there are different practices even on like the social space. You know what I mean? But I say I have to say like, yo, when I moved to the East Coast, I hit her up on some like, yo, I'm out here. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Now, at that time, you know, she wasn't on, you know, Twitter as heavy. So I didn't hear back from her for like three months. And she hit me up on some like, oh, shoot. Like, yo, you in New York? Here's my new number. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and Tell the rest of the story, Mitch. That's enough of the story <laughs> right there. Like, that's, that's it. That's, 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 there's nothing else to tell. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But, I mean, just, just to expand on that, like, I, I think there's an aspect of, I mean, for lack of a better term, like digital courting. Mm. That I don't know if is discussed because. Do you think it's courting? Because because some well, people feel like that this this digital engagement right dilutes or takes away from the courting practice. No, I agree. It's it's not actual courting, but it's within term. I mean, is it a precursor? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So to to expand on like my my experience like with with my lady, you know, I, I shot my shot. Six months later, it was going back and forth, but also talking about dating challenges that we're having. Mm-hmm. She doesn't live in New York City, mm-hmm. you know. So sounds my same situation. You right? know, long distance. We, we long distance exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so there's aspects of, of dating in D.C. that I wasn't privy to, and then same mm-hmm. thing in New York. Right. But within that, we sort of had this compatibility on certain aspects of what we're going through. Um, you know, I remember last summer we talked about a book, a specific book mm-hmm. that um, was being passed around about mm-hmm. some women friends that we mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and, like, I would present these concepts to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, also just, like, testing, like, okay, where's your head? Do you think right. this way? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's sort of like a digital date, if you will. But just want to know, do you think this way? Or are you a little bit more open to mm-hmm. some of the concepts that we're even talking about here? Yeah. Um, it wasn't until eight months later where I actually met her mm-hmm. IRL in mm-hmm. real life. Um, but How was that, that experience? Like, like, did, like, was there anxiety? Very much. Okay. Yeah, a lot. Um, Apprehension? Not so much apprehension. Definitely, like, a anxiety, a, a nervousness. I mean... You get your hair cut? You know, had your beard oh, lined up? Oh, of course. Up. Of course. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta be <laughs> all made up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. See, now, to that point, mm-hmm. I had a good friend of mine. Shout out my man, Nicholas Ryan Grant. Yeah. Um, I told him about a date that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you all know the story. But, um, you know, yo, I got my hair retwisted. You know what I'm saying? I got my beard lined up. Nigga bought a new shirt. <laughs> new vans. You know what I'm saying? New vans. Yeah, yo, new vans. I had fresh white vans. Like, yo, I was I was hype, right? He was like, yo, don't ever do that again. Wow. Yeah. He said, don't ever do that again. What was the thought behind it? Because he said, because then she would have this expectation of you having to maintain that upkeep. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Because once you got it, you got it. So it's like, I mean, I don't agree, I don't agree with that either. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, yes, you want to present yourself in mm-hmm. a certain light, but I don't think someone's Cause, cause this perspective is going to change if you don't have fresh white sneakers on. Yeah. I feel like, like if they like you at that point, I mean, don't show up to a bum and then try to reach up to a higher level. Like, oh, this one's going to wear my best sneakers. Five <laughs> days. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. Present your best. And, then the, right. and have the conversation. If they like you, they like you. And then it will, it will be beyond appearances because this was, you could show up without a haircut five weeks in because this was my argument the first because you know me as a person right we, we can we have a connection sure but in the beginning the superficial shit as the beginning superficial things matter right the they, they, they uh-huh. do to which my point to which i told him i was like well, well the first time that she met me like i mean i wasn't bummed out but like you know what i'm saying like i had like my wolfenstein going on like my beards all over the place like you know what I'm saying? i had a hat on right now ladies rule number one is never date a nigga like with a hat on, like hatfish. Hat, yo, you get hat, hatfish. Hat fish. Yo, <laughs> and there's nothing else. There's yo. something else. Listen, wow. if, they, if they neck up Twitter, you might get fatfish. <laughs> wow. I might delete that part out because yeah. I, I don't want no, no fat, fat shaming. shaming. <laughs> yo, yeah. no, no fat shaming on the pod. But you a lot of but, airline shame. <laughs> yo, we we can. Yo, we, we that's that's genetic. Yeah, <laughs> right. We can we can we can go a lot of different ways. Um, but 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 hatfish. I know that's women. Hilarious. I've never heard that. That's funny. That's funny you never heard that? I've never, never heard that. They get hatfish. They can pull his hat off. Like yeah, <laughs> that's genius. Right? Because because you know I've, yo I've I've had women friends who you know had conversations. They're talking about you know don't don't meet a dude or don't you know give your number out or engage with a dude in the club. Who got a hat on? Like, make sure you know what I'm saying. The lights come on. Make sure that nigga take the cap off. 
you know, but but I say that to say, like, you know, when Shorty met me, I had a hat on, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I have long hair, but, like, you know, my beard wasn't finessed, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, when we were supposed to go out, yo, I cleaned up. Because yeah. it wasn't, you know, so for me, the, the, the thought wasn't like, yo, I'm going to have to maintain this. But I, I guess I see where maybe the that comes from. Maybe maybe some people do expect that. I just think it's just presentation. Okay. You know, presentation and just, you know, character. You know, obviously if you meet someone, say you're going to a job interview or whatever. You know, basically dating is like interviewing in a way. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. That's what it is. That's what it is. But, you know. Um, hey, we went out shorty as John. Yeah. Did you go to college? <laughs> right. That's wild. That's wild. That's, oh, first question. That's wild. Um, but you know, I think presentation is 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 totally is key. But I felt you know in my in my experience when me and my girl met, we were both casual. Like mm-hmm. we had on jeans, t shirt. She was wearing Converse's. I was wearing you know I think I was wearing like some Converse's too. Mm-hmm. And we were like super casual because we were at a house party. Yeah, we have to touch on the fact that things are different between the summertime and the Time. It's a difference. I mean, that's, that's true. It's right. a difference. Listen, listen, that's true. I out here, out, out here, things are in, different. In, in yeah. New York, that was that was that's, a wonderful setting. I already yeah. knew based on what you described yeah. that you met her between April and September. I already know. I met her in March, though. I met her in March, <laughs> I mean, though. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, it was March. It was in Brooklyn. So yeah. we were at my homegirl Shamali's party. Um, it was her birthday, and. I didn't even expect to like leave with any numbers. I just went to show Shamali love, mm-hmm. and then me and T we connected. We started talking, and it was casual. It was mm-hmm. super casual. It was at an apartment. It wasn't like anything luxurious or anything like that. We're just chilling, bobbing out. But you know, T and I we just we just connected just mm-hmm. off talking about music, like you know, just vibes and what songs are out there, what songs she doesn't like. But it was super casual. She wasn't all done. Up. Like I seen T get done up. Mm-hmm. She was not done up, you yeah. know, and that's not that's not a diss or anything. About, that's why I'm with her, you know. She came at her purest state, yeah. and I respected that, you know. She was at her purest state, and you know, I seen her go from you know this pure state to you know using every everything that she could do, you know, to exemplify her beauty even mm-hmm. more, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 even you know (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just saying like you know like you know she's 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 perfect but you know at the same time it wasn't like on like i i got dressed up to go because it was unexpected right it was unexpected and and when you're unexpected you're at your purest and your most humblest state you're such a most vulnerable yeah can i can i bring up a topic yes please um as i touched on earlier winter versus summer Mm. Do y'all believe in this whole phenomenon called cuffing season versus? Nope. I don't. Can we bring it up? Can we bring it up? Can we? Can we bring it up? And I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. My coworker, right? Dope Mm. chick. She has a lot of a lot of dudes interested in her. She's been dating a dude who's been on point on the money. Nice to her, treating her well, thoughtful. Took her to Miami, just hitting on all cylinders. But she was like, I can't make him official until the weather get warmer, and I see how he act. And that's what she said. I got to see how he act when it get warmer. Mm. So is this a real thing, or do y'all believe this is fiction? So let me, let me, let me jump off right here, because, because we've had this conversation offline yeah. before. Um, personally, I do not believe in the notion of cuffing season, right? I don't think it exists, and I'm going to tell you why. Because for me, right, if the whole sole 
intent and purpose is for you to find a mate to cuff. Yo, cuffing season is whenever I find you. You feel what I'm saying? I agree. That's like, how I like, feel. like whenever I, yo, if I find you in the spring, nigga, it was cuffing season. <laughs> like from between the winter and the summer, it doesn't ma- it, it doesn't matter. So for me, it's like yo, like if I'm out here and I'm trying to you know date with the intention of of, of settling down and, and 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 meet someone that I'm trying to build with. This this idea of like yo, well you know what I'm saying? Is it the right season? Yo, the summer's out, and you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to you know what I'm saying flex and do all this. Like, nah, like, that's that's not jiggy. It's like, yo, cuffing season is whenever you happen to find or come across the right individual. I guess my question is more so, is this a reality that you have to contend with? Yes. Is it something, you may not subscribe no. to it, but do you have absolutely. to contend with it? No, no, absolutely, because because once again, the reality is, especially, and we're only keeping it New York-centric, right? Because the reality is here, right, when we have the winter season when it comes, let's keep it a buck. It gets chilly, it's cold, what... And if you're single, where where do you go? Like, yo, man, I, I wish I I wish La I, Marina's closed. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? There's no brunch bounce. There's, yo, there's no brunch bounce. Like, you want somebody that you can, you know, cuddle up next to, cuff up next to, warm up next to. Because the winner does that. It does that to us, right? Because if because if I have to be inside, who doesn't want to be inside? Next to a shorty, or, or or vice versa. So now you know. Then the, then then the weather changes, and it's like, yo, don't get up under me. It's too hot. Don't be up under me. So it's a real thing. We agree. No, I, it, it it is. I just don't subscribe to it in the same in the same. You don't body. practice it, but you got to contend with it. You have to deal with women who may act differently, or. I mean, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe I meet a woman who who's on the same tip. Like, yo, cuffing season is whenever Jerry like finds me. Yeah. There needs to be like a, a mistletoe equivalent to cuffing season. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's cuffing season right now. It's yeah. over your head. Like. It, 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 yeah. Listen, we can we can deny all the, all you want, but it does get interesting when jeans turn into shorts and to sundresses. It gets it gets a little different. But then I also think too, just talking about like cuffing season. What about if you take a a, a young lady on a on a trip? How does that? You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a different that's a different that's a different take on it because it's the same thing. I'm just speaking on it. If you take a young lady on a trip, what's up with it? I just you know did what that. What season? Is what season what, is that what, now? You know what I'm saying? You when play you, that field because you could be like, all right, you know, I'm so into this young lady. You know, she's she's doing everything for me. I think I'm gonna take her to X, Y, and Z. You know, you book the flight, she pays half or whatever. However, y'all work your monetary values out. But if y'all go on a trip, how you think she's gonna? It depends on what climate you're going to. Exactly. Let's say you take it somewhere. My, if you take it to Miami, what's up? You, I mean, you take it to, you take it mm. to like, let's just say Miami. We, we spoke about it. It's in the air. All right, you take a young lady to Miami, all right? So that's, I'm just That's saying. what I'm not going to do. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on, Tom, I'm going to tell you something that I did. Okay. We, we're I, not I, talking about me. <laughs> you know, like, basically, I took I took my lady to Miami. And, now, now, now. You know, was, it, what, was, was this before... Y'all decided that this was a relationship. This was after we decided it was a relationship. Okay. Okay. So, 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 I, so that's a great question. That's a great question because the context is a little bit different. The context is a as opposed bit to being like your situation supersedes that. You have a solid thing with your lady, yeah. and before you went to Miami, y'all was solid. It was already built. We like, talking like, about us 
out here trying to figure it out. You got it figured okay. out. Right. <laughs> you taking your wifey Yo, to, to Miami. Yeah. It's a beautiful y'all thing. Went all, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all vacationed. Y'all yeah. took a vacation. I took a shorty to Miami. It might have been a certain party popular that okay. will remain yeah. unnameless. Like, okay. And then the question is, how do you act while you out here? And where we from, it's 40 degrees, but it's 78 out here. Facts. And it's different people of the same sex or opposite sex attractive. And we came together. See, that's something we're trying to figure out. You had your shit figured out. We're trying to get to your level. You understand? So, well, so my question is, whose idea was it, first and foremost, to, to do that? Because I feel like you're sort of walking into that situation, which is already a difficult situation just from hearing you Oh, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Okay. Okay. So, like, what was your thought process behind that? Was it to go and spend time with this specific person, or was it to go and spend time at this event with the company of this specific person? A little bit of both. Okay. Right. A little bit of both. Hmm. It was like, and, and the thing with me is like, the way I move is like, yo, how'd that work out? And I just, listen, it worked out wonderful, but the thing about me is... <laughs> <laughs> the thing about me is, is, is I move a certain way and I make certain type of moves and then I meet women who is not, well, well, I can't work on Tuesday. So... That's almost a test. Like, yo, yo, let's go out of town. 11 days from now, let's go. Book mm. your flight. Oh, you got it? Okay. She did it. All right, and we out here. Testing the Yeah, 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 yeah. Spontaneity, yeah, yeah, yeah. just the, the, the ability, mm. just, the, just, the, just the willingness and wantiness to, to, to because that's how I live. Yeah. Like, I don't have kids. I don't have a car note. I don't have really bills. And I move like that. So IBF. the fact that she, yeah, IBF, I book flights, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I threw it out there, like, hey, let's do this. And we went. Okay. But then you figure out how, how do we move while we out here. Because mm. that, that was a new dynamic. It adds a different, for sure. For that sure. was definitely a new dynamic. And we kind of figured that out as we went along. Right. And then, and then also, right, and then re-entering into the, the climate. We're talking climate. Re-entering back into forty-degree weather, like, how, how did that go? I'm curious. Yeah, I'm super curious. So when y'all got <laughs> back to New York, what was the vibe? It didn't work out. Wait, I was mm. gonna say, can we take mm. a step back? How did it work in Miami? Oh, it was lovely. Yeah. It was lovely. So okay, so 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 it was lovely. Bef- it was lovely pre-Miami, right? Miami. It wasn't lovely at all. We didn't know each other that well. Okay, but Miami was it was a thing. It was it was a moment. It was a moment. Okay, and Did then y'all we stayed together. Yeah, and then when we got back here, it was like, eh. we kind of drifted into our own paths and the things that we we were usually doing before we got here. Okay, mm. we're out here moving like a young P Diddy boy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Harlem. P Diddy, P Diddy would have booked her flight. I flew JetBlue. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Yo I'm going to lead out one right her <laughs> she, said, she said, I'm going to fly to Fort Lauderdale and take an Uber. <laughs> I flew to Miami. Yo, that's a whole different... Yo, we got to check who's listening to this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that I'm talking about. Oh, because man. all these kikis and all these laughs y'all got, it's going to... 
He said, like, yo, you're going to mess up my promotion. <laughs> um, but no, nah, man, like, you know, this is, this is dope. I mean, I, I, I appreciate, um, you know, the honesty and the candor, um, you know, talking about some of the sometimes shared experiences dealing with um, relationships as it relates to, um, you know, some of the difficulties and some of the challenges. And um, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Um, we're going to draw from a pool of questions that some uh, listeners sent in, mm. and then uh, we can kind of, uh, you know, break that down. All Make right? sure you drop their at names, too. No at names. No <laughs> at names. Safe space. <laughs> safe, safe space. All anonymous. Um, but, y'all, this is for those who know. We'll be right back. Yo, during this quick commercial break, I want to take a few minutes to tell you about an amazing new product and introduce you to Monsoor Sharp. It was created with the urban renaissance man in mind. It's the perfect facial hair product for men of all shades and men of various hair types. They take pride in skillfully handcrafting each bottle to precision. All right, fellas, now listen up because this is where it gets good. Summer Solstice is a premium beard oil that embodies a light, non-greasy formula that harvests a smooth, shiny, and well-conditioned beard. And beyond that, the fragrance is amazing. I've tried it. I was out here flourishing, had my beard looking and feeling luxurious. And these are just some of the benefits. Moisturizes skin, improves hair texture, rejuvenates skin cells, eliminates beard itch, promotes hair growth, and helps with inflammation. You can get it for your bae or maybe that special friend who you secretly want to be the bae. Yo, either way, Summer Solstice is not just a hype move, it's the right move. And find out for yourselves at MonsoorSharp.com. All right, y'all, we're back. This is, uh, for those who know, this is the panel discussion. And we're talking about dating, relationships, um, and challenges. And um, so this is, uh, you know what I'm saying, like the last, the last uh, you know, few minutes of the show, we're going to dedicate to Q&A. And so uh, some of these questions, questions that came in from, from listeners um, who will remain anonymous, um, women listeners, and uh, we're going to, you know, dish out some questions and, you know, let y'all kind of break those things down. Um, so this first question, I'm going to direct it to, uh, to John. All right. Um, John, Yo. how do you define romance? How do I personally define romance? Right. Um, wow, that's a good question. Like, I, I, I hate to, uh, not that I hate to, but I'm going to bring my analogy back okay. of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the dance. Mm-hmm. So, to me, romance is that dance and how the dating dance for clarity the dating dance okay. and <clears throat> how um, damn how do I define romance that's a deep question romance is catering to your mate okay um, romance is just making the experience enjoyable for your mate. Because we're talking about service and mm-hmm. um, 
theme of somebody, but I guess the flair that you attach to that and, and the style that that you bring to that is what romance is. Okay. So it's um. It looks different for everybody. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's it's a sliding scale. Mm. Um, mm. It's mm-hmm. it's very much it's very much about emotion, but it also plays on um, perception and some of those things. Those superficial things that some people tend to shy away from. It, it, it kind of engages all of that. So that's what uh, romance is to me. Okay, thank you. B, this next one's for you. Why do you feel as though men walk away from a good woman knowing that she's good? Like why, like like why, like like why do you think maybe not you, but why do you think men still walk away from quote unquote good women, and they know full well that you know this woman's legit, she holds me down. Why still, why still walk away from the situation? Well, I mean, you you can be a good woman, but compatibility counts for something. I feel like you could be a good woman for somebody else, not necessarily for me. We don't have the same ideals, we don't have the same goals, we don't have the same things in mind that we that we that we're working towards. So just the fact that she's a good woman, you could walk away from her because what she has in mind doesn't fit what you have in mind. It's that simple. Okay. All right. Jeremy, this next one's for you. How do you know and by by you it's like the, the royal you. Um, how do you know when you're ready to commit? Mm, that's a good one. Um, maturity. Mm. Like it, it, it comes to a certain part in your life where it's like, you know what, I don't want to do X, Y, Z anymore. Um, I do want to date more seriously. Um, and that's not to say that it happens the first time you make that change you have to go through trials and tribulations within that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a, a level of maturity. I mean, I was just talking with Dave today that, you know, you start to look at aspects much differently as you gain experiences, um, obviously being in a relationship of a couple of aspects that we touched on, of being a provider, like, you know, you look at that much differently. And it's a different level of stress it's a good stress but it's mm-hmm. like I, I want to be a provider for this woman yeah um and i think that's the biggest thing is just maturity yeah. all right you want to chime in i do okay i do uh, <clears throat> i was i would say can you pose the question just one more time yes the question is how do you know when you are ready to commit i would say you know when you're ready to to commit when you feel as though you can't so you look into the future and you don't see life without that person Mm. Um, and you just is it always that clear though? it's not always that clear but I think when it clicks and when it works it absolutely is that clear you know what I'm saying and and, and just like becoming intimately familiar with that person's challenges and their ups and their downs and wanting to be there for all of that Mm. and not being able to without that. That's, mm-hmm. that's when it's done. I like that. I like that. All right. Dave. Yo, yo. This question's for you. 
the women want to know what are immediate turnoffs and deal breakers. Um, immediate turnoffs and deal breakers. Um, I would probably say, and I could probably, I will only speak from my perspective. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. Um, so immediate turnoffs prop will be for me will be something. Um, I would say indecisiveness. Mm. I think that's, you know, and, and I know it could be very hard to make a decision on, you know, like, but like simple things of like going out to eat and activities that you're interested in, activities that you, you're not interested in, and, you know, just knowing like what you like and what you don't like is a little bit more easier to communicate to your partner, mm-hmm. you know, so I think for me, that will probably be like one turn off. Okay. Um, and you said deal breakers. Um, like for me, like I, you know, I, I explicitly do not want to date a woman who smokes cigarettes. Okay. Like for me, like that's a deal breaker. Okay. Right. In fact, I remember I, I, I was dating a shorty in high school and she told me that she did not smoke because I pressed her. I was like, yo, I was like, do you smoke? And she was like, no, 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 I don't smoke. Right. And then one night she came through, right. You know, this is high school. I'm sitting in, you know what I'm saying, like, like we're sitting in the car. There's, like, a little nook behind my parents' house. We're, like, in the garage, like, garage area. Yo, we kiss. And I'm like, yo, you smell like nicotine. Nicotine. You smell like nicotine. Yo, jokes. But, you know what I mean? But, like, but like, <laughs> you're not going to let that go. Yo, but she lied to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like she told me she didn't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I could taste it on your breath. Like, that's nasty. I don't like that shit. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't prefer smoking cigarettes or anything like that. Um, so, I would say a deal breaker for me. I mean, just maybe just the lack of communication. Mm. That would probably be a deal breaker for me. Like okay. you know, if I'm if I'm texting, calling, and you're not responding to like three, four days later or something like that, that's a deal breaker for me because you know I'm already exit the situation. Mm-hmm. I can understand like, hey, we're busy. You know, it's a New York minute. Everybody's running around crazy and everything. Sure. But at the same time, if, if there's some from some effort of communication, mm-hmm. and it's not at a timely response or at least some time of the day, that could be a deal breaker for me. Okay. You know, so. Okay, so, so kind of speaking on communication, yeah. um, I want to uh, defer this question to Bruce. Um, why is it that you think men have a hard time communicating what they want to women? That's difficult for me to answer because I communicate everything I want explicitly. I know, that's why I asked you that. So, for me to answer why someone else can't communicate, that's about their deficiencies. I don't know how to answer that. I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't come up with the answer for that. Like, so, like, you, you you, you, do not have the ability to step outside yourself to, to, to pose why you think men would struggle communicating. Well, men is a, is a general term, but I feel like it's quite easy to say what's on your mind. Just let it, your tongue speak what's on your mind. But some women don't feel, they, they feel as though Men struggle communicating. I feel like they should date someone like me if that's the case. <laughs> I mean, that's just how I feel. If if you if you can't articulate what's in your mind, mm-hmm. 
and you can't be real about your thoughts to a woman as a man, there's something wrong with you. And I don't really know how to really know how to really know how to put your deficiencies into words. I don't know how to do that. So you said deficiencies. I, I, I don't know if I would phrase it quite like that. Now, I do think that some men in general do struggle um, being able to articulate their feelings and emotions. Like, men may feel some kind of way. Once again, we're not talking about us specifically. I think we're, we're talking, like I said, like the royal, you know, men in general. Why is it that we struggle sometimes um, communicating our intent, right? I mean, I feel like if, if, if you're struggling with that, maybe you're hiding something. Maybe you don't want to reveal something. Maybe you're not being real with yourself. It's hard that, for me to speak from that perspective. That I, don't, I, don't, I don't know and understand that. So what I will say to the woman, the lovely young Nubian queen who answered that, asked that question, <laughs> is maybe you shouldn't deal with that individual. Maybe if you're talking about men and not children, you should deal with someone that can articulate their thoughts to you and that can make you feel what they're thinking. And if they can't, it's, it's probably not for you. Okay. You don't want to piggyback on that? No, I think you were very real when you called it um, deficiency. Deficiency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like it doesn't sound it. it, it it's not an pleasant term to hear mm. but if someone is lacking in that space that's precisely sure. what it is it's a deficiency mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason for whatever reason it could be that you know their upbringing didn't provide them with those skills it mm -hmm. could be that i don't know they were in a long-term relationship that lacked in that space so they didn't grow in that space mm. it could be any number of things um but yeah it's certainly it certainly could be considered a deficiency. All right. Um, John, I'll, I'll give this question to you. Okay. Um, the women want to know, is it possible for men to commit to one woman? Can yes. men be faithful? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm speaking from, my, speaking from my perspective. Absolutely. Um, I think any, any, I can't say any. I think when I want to commit is when I feel like everything that I desire is satisfied by that one person. Um, and I'm not unreasonable with those, uh, I guess, expectations. I know mm -hmm. a lot of people say, oh, you know, you got to go in with no expectations. That shit ain't real. People have expectations even, even if they suppress some of their expectations. Um, but if if the person that I'm speaking to uh, meets me halfway or, or satisfies a lot of what I consider to be core parts of myself or mm -hmm. core beliefs that I have, absolutely I'll commit. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm fully aware that it's, it's, tr it's crazy out here. It's tricky out here um, in terms of there's this illusion of a lot of opportunity mm -hmm. 
it's a lot of opportunity to waste your damn time as well. You know? True. Um, and there's a lot of hurt people out here. So if you find someone that you can speak to and, and connect to um, on a more than surface level, I would say work on that and build that up and see where it goes. So absolutely. Don't. Absolutely. All right. This question is, is for the group. And this is a direct quote. What's the obsession with ass? If you ain't sticking your dick in it, why is it such a big deal? Maybe I want to. <laughs> there it go. Yeah. I mean, it's... Is it a status thing? Because I keep it a buck. I love a fat ass. Right? Of course. Like, I like... I like thick women. Now, that don't mean, you know, I won't kick it to a slim thick as well. To the beautiful young queen that posed that question. <laughs> you may not possess all that ass, but you are still somebody. It's visual. It's just, you know, you can put a cup on it. Like Yo, on you're wild. You, 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 you going that's into tip drill territory. Yeah, <laughs> you can swipe a car. It looks good in the jeans. I mean, I think it's very much rooted in our culture. Is it imagery as well? Imagery, yes, but also like when you think about even the women that you look at in a non-sexual way, i.e., your family. Mm -hmm. Like, the this is how our women are built. You know what I mean? So, yes, I, I think there is an obsession with it, uh, but it's it's also a natural part of you know, our culture and, and our race. Um, and even down to more of a preference as well. Like, I mean, you can spin that question. Women like men with beards. True. You know what I mean? Like, women like men who are 6'2". <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, okay. Let me see. I think I think I have a few more questions for for the group. I, I, say that. Say that. Yeah. I, I'm gonna just say this. So, I love ass. I love all aspects of the female body. But me personally, I am a face person. Mm. Like, I love a pretty face. Like nice cheekbones, jawline, mm. eyes, all that. That's Symmetry. Symmetry, mm -hmm. that's cool, you know. But if 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 a shorty has a beautiful face and she doesn't have a big ass, I'm not tripping. I'm really not tripping. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Okay, I respect that. It, that's it, John, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> in in my maturation, I think I've I've gotten to a place like that because I I keep it a buck. Back in the day, I. I have been known to kind of like sidestep a shorty that wasn't like mad thick. I'd be like, oh yeah, she's cute, but like, uh, and it's not. It's not just the ass. A lot of times it's the thighs. Sometimes it'd be the hips. Yeah, it'd be all that. It's a package. You know what I'm saying yo, shit is rotund. They they're gonna have us out here like Kendrick, yo. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I probably cut some of this shit though. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like this whole part, I'm probably about to cut all of that. We're gonna, we're gonna take that question out. That was a setup. John, next question for you. 
What's up with not wanting to date dark skinned women? I 150,000% cannot relate to that statement at all. Like, my ideal, my ideal is a dark skinned woman. Um, and I don't, I, honestly, I, I think it, it, for me, it started with as a young cat loving Naomi Campbell, dog. Mm. Like, straight up. Um, and ever since then, that's what I gravitate to. Like, that's that's all I can say about it. That that's what I gravitate to. So I, I don't know. I, to me, it's the absolute purest uh, form of of love to love a black woman. Mm -hmm. um, and so to me, someone who personifies that is a dark skinned black woman. So that's 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 who I'm attracted Dope. to consistently. A great poet uh, once said, uh, "The black of the berry." The sweeter Sweet the, the juice, juice, the darker the skin, the, the deeper, deeper the, the roots. roots. Shout out to uh, Tupac Amoma Shakur. Uh, Bruce, you look like you, you wanted to, to, to chime in. I love dark skin women. And in general, they, they're definitely more likely to, to have the thickness mm -hmm. that comes with just being black. So, you know, like I said, like you said, black of the berry, sweet of the juice. I'm trying to drink that. <laughs> Yo, this nigga is out here. Yo, for real. He's he's trying to. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Bruce is trying to get a date. <laughs> Go for the crown. Yo, word. Um, all right, and let me see. Okay, Jeremy, questions for you. Is it true that? Once you have had your heart broken, you never fully love or trust again. Nah, I don't agree with that. Um, and this is coming from someone that had like a very interesting relationship before mm -hmm. um, sure. my current relationship. Um, and this is me personally. I've always been very self-reflective. So, you know, I, I look at that relationship as, you know, how could I have been better? What could I have done differently? Um, but I don't think that it didn't allow me to love again. It allowed me to love differently. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it allowed me to look at aspects not only within someone else, but within myself. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it, it's definitely shown in my relationship in a very healthy and positive way. Um, you know, all of the, you know, quote unquote, bad aspects of love that I learned from that past relationship. Um, but I definitely do not think that, you know, it makes you incapable of, of loving again. Mm. Word. Thank you. Dave, I'm going to throw this one uh, to you. All right. Why do you think men go ghost when they're no longer interested? Um, why do men go ghost when they're no longer interested? I will probably have to say, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I will probably say some men probably just go ghost because the, the, they found something else mm. that could probably be something. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's, it's out of respect. If you do, if a fella is saying like, yo, I'm going ghost on this, on this woman, 
you know, because of X, Y, and Z. I think you should you should let her know. That goes back to that communication. Yeah, part. I think communicate communication and action is like my my mantra. I, mm-hmm. I I believe you know communicating just just really talking to you know your woman and letting her know how you feel. And fellas, you know, do the same thing, you know, and, and women do the same thing to your fellas. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very, very important. So I think communication and action. Because women so, go ghost too. Yeah, women definitely do. I think women go more ghost than fellas, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's a fact. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so a lot of women are like, oh, you know what? I'm not even worried about this dude. Like, I'm not even going to text him. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, but at least say, you know what? Hey, I'm no longer interested or I, I want to keep this as a friend. Mm-hmm. A friendship, as opposed to right. going any further, and same thing for fellas. Fellas, let the let the let the women know. I mean, I think that's something very important because at the end of the day, nobody wants to be hurt, and at the end of the day, nobody wants to sleep alone. Yeah. You know, so that's that's just me. You know, so I think why do men go nobody, ghost? Nobody wants to sleep alone. Yeah, it's all said and nah, done. Nobody wants to sleep alone, man. I mean, that's that's what it is. So when it's all said and done, why do men go ghost? I think those men that go ghost are maybe not man enough to communicate to that woman mm-hmm. and to let her know what it is, you know? Um, and I, you wanted to chime in? Okay. Yeah, I'm just agreeing. Yeah. Okay. I have so I think I think that's that's part of it. I mean, I think those men are not man enough to say, hey, listen, miss, um, you know, I, I was really interested in you, but, you know, I, I plan to go a different direction or I, I found someone that came back into my life, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think the fact that 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 that, that fella is communicating to that that woman, being able to verbalize, yeah, that. being able to verbalize that, and then also state that, I think that's much more commendable. You know, more than anything else, as opposed to just how you do it, yeah. <laughs> like, just going ghost, like what you right. saying. But I think that's what it comes down to. So I think, I think people are afraid of conflict. Yeah, but you know, Definitely. even Definitely. even if even if. If you're afraid of conflict, I think you need to man up because, you know, especially as, as a black man, you're faced with conflict every day. No, I agree. You know, so I think they just got to step up to the plate and just mm-hmm. communicate that. Just keep it a buck. Yeah, keep it a buck. I mean, nobody, I think you keep it more transparent, the better you will be. Mm-hmm. Keep it straight transparent, the better you will be. All right. So this, this last question um, for the group, <clears throat> and this is an interesting question to me. Um, it's... Uh, why do you spend so much time with your boys? What's the obsession with your boys? I, I would, you know, I would, I would chime in on that. I mean, because you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, maybe this female. Uh, I don't, I'm sorry. Let me. <laughs> no, <you're> sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, just edit. Just edit that one out. Just edit that out. Just, just, just edit that out. Wait, All wait, right. But can we talk about that because yeah. there's there's a bunch of shirts that say the future is female, but there's a lot of women that okay. don't like to be called. Let's yeah. just keep the female out. You're absolutely right, Jerry, because you do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're not using nah. that. Yeah, just, yeah. The, all right. So I, I think, you know, women, when you was, was hanging out with your fellas, I think it's just that, that, that brotherhood, that, that mm-hmm. manhood that you want to just hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I think that's, that's okay because you need that. You need that balance. I mean, I'm, I'm in a relationship strong, you know. Mm-hmm. You need that balance. So I encourage my lady to hang out with her girls. Hey, mm-hmm. go out, do a girl's date, go get your nails done, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you whatever you you women want to do that day go out and do that fellas we're gonna go kick it we're gonna grab a beer watch whatever you're gonna break bread we're gonna break bread we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about anything music whatever the case may be and i think that's in a relationship especially in our culture we need that balance Mm -hmm. because you know especially when you're in a heavy relationship 
You guys are at each other all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And you need so that space. You need that space, and you need mm-hmm. that breathing room. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. You need sure. that 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 time to really just mellow out mm-hmm. and recollect your thoughts. And I think the the more balance you have, mm-hmm. the better you are in a relationship. Sure. You know, the more you're able to really think and consider. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to how this person will feel. Sure. You know, as opposed to just keeping it one way straight down the pipe. And for me, my response is twofold. To the person that asked that question, how much time do you spend with your girls? Think about that. Marinate on that for a second. See, here's, see, here's, here's what I think, and, and, and I may be wrong. I feel as though, and once again, I, I can only speak for myself in the relationship that I have with you all in the relationship that I have with you know the, the, the men that I surround myself and keep in my circle. I don't know if maybe a lot of women have that same kind of, you know, close sisterhood and companionship, right? They should. No, absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly, right? Um, for whatever reason, you know, and, and this, and this kind of goes back to the dynamic, I think, of how, like, men and women interact, both, you know, amongst ourselves and separately, you know, there's, there's always this, this ideal of, well, you know, two dudes, like, we can get in an argument, be mad and then like we cool, right? But I always hear women that say like, yo, I cut her off. We not cool no more. You know what I'm saying? We got one argument, it's a wrap, right? Or women are, I've known women that say, well, I don't, I don't surround myself with a whole lot of women. Women are catty. Or, 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 or things like this and, and where like they don't have like sisterhood, which absolutely I think women should have that in, in, in the same approach. Because I've, I've never been in a relationship with a woman and been like, yo, like you spend too much time with your homegirls. Like, yo, I want you to. I think, to, I mean, both your and Dave's point, like, you need that in a healthy relationship. Uh-huh. Like, being with each other all the time is probably not the most healthiest. And furthermore, I mean, when you're in a partnership with someone, they should be able to sort of recognize Let's when you need that time. Like, you know, you do need to spend time with your boys, and I allow that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or you need, need to spend time with your girls because... You need that. You need different perspectives. You need that sisterhood. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 a very weird thing if someone, and this has never happened for me personally, but if someone is saying you spend too much time with your boy. Um, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it, we're, we're like, you with your mans and like y'all playing like 2K and like you're not showing shorty like no attention, no love. You're always out running around, but it's like. Yo, that's a flag off the rip for me. That's a flag. I've never had that question, but I've been in a situation that is you have too many female friends. So I've, I've had being hanging with the boys is a safe zone for, for a lot of women, I think, because you could be on you could be on some other shit. You could be out here, out here. And, and not really <laughs> out here, out here. I could be a savage, but, uh, but not today. <laughs> I think I'm kind of seeing it from the flip side because in my experience in life, I've seen, I've definitely seen, like as an outsider, I've seen sisterhood, um, like women have those type of relationships. And it's, again, from my perspective, it's been tricky to even meet brothers that I could relate to on that level. And that's almost like uh, the flip side of some of the complaints that women voice about communication or about integrity. 
and about some of these cats out here. So for me, I've had a lot of friends who could qualify as fuck boys or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the term, what, whatever the hashtag trending is. Yeah, you know. Um, and for me, I found it difficult to actually connect with cats like that. Mm-hmm. So even speaking on the fellas that are in this room right now, mm-hmm. in my experience, I haven't. This to me is refreshing mm. to be able to sit in a room with people who I, I feel as though there's some common ground right. as far as integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it, I, I wouldn't call it an obsession, mm-hmm. but more so an affirmation. Mm. Okay. I mean, there's a saying that you are who you hang out with. And Definitely. Like, to your point, like like-minded individuals that are in this room culturally, creatively, you know, professionally, whatever that looks like. Like, we not only push each other, but we challenge each other um, in aspects on, on any realm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Relationship, obviously, with, within this conversation, but even just down to creatively. You know, I, I think you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Gotta show up in the soil. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I'm just gonna be the keep it real nigga room. <laughs> Not to say everyone else ain't keeping it real, but I feel like a lot of these questions were directed towards the fuckboy demographic. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And and ladies, I feel you that you're dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? Part of it get is... Get another one. Get another one. <laughs> yeah. Part of it, part of it, part of it is, is how society is programming us, but other part of it might be some of the choices that you make. There's a balance there. So to answer all of these questions, to answer all of these questions in, you know, in general form, I will say that be selective. You understand? And when you, when you have that gut feeling about somebody, don't continue to fuck with them because you think they attractive or because, you know, whatever the case may be. We all not like that. So there's, defi- there's definitely some, some, some fuckboy centricity with, with these questions. And I, 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 and I understand what y'all going through, ladies. Um, yo, gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. Um, this has been dope. This has been refreshing. Um, you know, this has been enlightening. Um, hopefully, y'all out there listening, you know, hope you feel some kind of way about it. I want you to feel some kind of way about it. Um, I want you to hit us up. Um, you know, hit you know, hit me on you know Twitter. Hit me on SoundCloud. Um, you know, leave comments. Email us. Send us your thoughts. Um, you know, your considerations, your suggestions. You know, this is this is just the beginning. This is part one. This is just part one. You know, my, my hope and my intention is to do a part two um, with an all-woman panel, um, you know, picking up from there. You know, so we're, we're, we're just beginning the conversation, really. Um, and in closing, I kind of want to say this. Um, any, anyone who, who, who knows me knows me that um, I have one particular motto that I've been saying, you know, consecutively and consistently prior since, like, 2013. Um, and, and it goes like this. <clears throat> Find the right woman, fall madly in love, and bow uh, gracefully. That is and always will be the intent. That's the plan. The reality, however, is that um, life happens in between each and every one of those things. And kind of this discussion is kind of um, expounding on those challenges and those difficulties in between finding the right woman, um, you know, falling madly in love and bowing gracefully. Like, it's not that easy. I, I, I don't say it to say as, yo, it's that simple um, because I know that it's not. I just know that that's what I want. And, um, yo, we're going to wrap it at that. And, um, yo, 
Thank you for listening. Um, gentlemen, um, where can they find you? My name is Bruce. You can find me at illustrious underscore B on Instagram. That's I-double-L-U-S-T-R-I-O-U-S underscore B-I-G. Um, Twitter, you can find me at Biltmore, B-I-L-T-M-O-R-E underscore B. That's Twitter. Jeremy. You can find me, Jeremy M underscore green, I think is my Twitter. Because <laughs> they don't allow you to do a period. Oh, okay. But I'll, I'll Instagram, I got a period. Okay. So it's Jeremy M dot green. All right. Uh, but just my name. Yo, this is Jonathan F, a.k.a. Sway Jury. You can find me on all social media platforms at Sway Jury. That's Sway like the material jury, like 12 people in a courtroom. You could also check out my work at Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N dash F dot com. Good evening, ladies and other listeners. Um, this is David Lewis. Just wanted to say this was a great panel discussion. Thank you, Jerry, for your time. Appreciate this. Um, so you can find me at I am David A. Lewis. And then also you could check out my website, www.modalew.com. Thank you. All right, y'all. Once again, um, yo, we're going to end it like this. And actually, um, what a lot of people don't know, um, Jonathan F., a.k.a. Sway Jury, is also, um, you know, the uh, music producer for the show. So I say at the end of every show, uh, shout out to Sway Jerry as, we, as the music rides out. Thank you, so uh, it's dope to actually have you in the room. You're the host. Man, appreciate it. And uh, yo, we're going we're gonna to end like this. Yo, continue to stretch the margins, push the needle, shift the culture. This is for those who are. Peace. Peace.